What's up, everybody? My name is Joe, and we are H Development. If you're tuning in with us tonight, you are tuning in to episode nine. It's kind of hard to believe that it's been nine weeks already, and what a long, strange trip it's been. It's been some evolution. There's been some progress. The project has kind of taken a life of its own. So I'm, I'm appreciate all of your continued love and support. If you're new to the podcast, H stands for accountability with being positive and practicing positivity and staying accountable to ourselves with emotional and spiritual development. Apes. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about habits. It's part of that accountability piece. Part of being accountable to ourselves is being accountable for the things that we do that are healthy or unhealthy in our lives. Uh, Everybody's got habits. Everybody's got positive habits. Everybody's got bad habits. So I want to talk about, first of all, what that looks like, how certain things play a part, and what we can do about it, what we can do to change it, right? Because the only one who can change our habits is us. Uh, But a lot of us struggle with certain things, and certain things are so ingrained in us because we've been doing it so long that it's almost impossible to change. And... I've got a little bit of experience with this. I've got I've got a lot I've got a lot of experience with doing things the wrong way. I say that constantly. Uh, so I do have a lot of experience with having bad habits and a little bit of experience with replacing some of those with better habits and better behaviors. So let's just jump right into it. Habits, by definition, are a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. Now, like I said before, we all have good habits, bad habits, and, and we don't even think about them, right? Like, we don't think about the things that we do on a day-to-day basis that either positively or negatively impact our attitude, our, our level of positivity, uh, our emotional or spiritual state. We don't, we don't think about certain things like getting enough sleep. You know, people don't think about how not getting enough sleep plays a part of their, the next day. Right? We're going to talk about that when I, get into, when I get into some of the habits. And a lot of our habits we develop, a lot of our habits we develop accidentally, I feel. Um, just in routine and, and daily practice. How many times have you been in a situation that you didn't like? A job or a relationship that was no longer beneficial to you or no longer healthy to you, but you were afraid to change it? you didn't want to put forth the effort to change it because you didn't know what it was going to be like after. I talked about that in the Emotionally Unavailable Relationships podcast, which I'm going to put a link to in the comments or in the description of this video because there's going to be a lot of of mirroring going on with breaking bad habits and and replacing behaviors uh, and being accountable to ourselves, right? Like, that's what it all comes down to. It's It's about being accountable to yourself and how you want to live. And... If you're doing things in your life that you're struggling to give up or your habits that you're struggling to break, I may have some possible solutions or practices that you can try. Uh, I'm certainly not going to guarantee that all of my methods work. They worked for me and continue to work for me. Um, so let's start by recognizing when a behavior or a habit becomes unhealthy, right? Like, So I talked about not getting enough sleep. So... How many people are guilty of watching TikTok in the evening on their phone, laying in bed? 
and before you know it, it's been an hour or two hours because you've been stuck scrolling through videos or on YouTube or watching something on YouTube that, you know, takes you down the rabbit hole. And before you know it, you're watching turtles have sex when you started by looking up how to change a car battery. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I have definitely followed the other videos you might like suggestions, the other suggestions on YouTube, and I've gone down a rabbit hole that took me places that I never expected to be. Uh, the point is, is that I know that a habit that I developed in the evening times was being on my phone, whether it be messaging people or watching TikTok videos. And before I knew it, you know, instead of going to bed at 10 or 10.30, I'm going to bed at 11.30 or 12, and then having to get up at 5.30 or 6 to get ready for work, I was tired the next day, or I was grumpy or irritable, or I felt rushed in the mornings. One of my least favorite things in the world is to feel rushed, and I hate feeling rushed or feeling like I'm going to be late in the mornings, and part of that comes from not being prepared, not having things, you know, laid out in the morning. Uh, and I'm going to get into that too, which is about routine and, and better practices. Anyhow, the point is, is that my habit for watching TikToks or watching YouTube videos at night before bed became unhealthy and it became harmful to my daily routine and to my positivity, my emotional state. Uh, you know, I was irritable. I was tired. Uh, I felt exhausted. And then was tired the next day. And then guess what I ended up doing? I ended up watching TikToks or YouTube videos that night because it was a habit that I had formed. So I started putting my phone down after a certain time and not looking at videos and being mindful if I got bored or wanted to look at something that I would save it for another time. But I had to replace the behavior and I'm going to get into that too. So for me, recognizing that something became unhealthy was realizing that it was making me late to places or appointments. It was making me tired the next day. You know, we we have all kinds of habits. I, I, I used to smoke. I smoked cigarettes for a real long time. Probably the hardest habit I've ever had to break. Uh, it has psychological effects. It has physiological effects. Smoking is one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do, and I've done it several times just in the last six years. And I've spoken about that too in, in other podcasts. And, and I'll get into that a little bit too because I think that's a big one that people struggle with. I know that I have friends that are all struggling with that now. And it's just about being accountable, right? And taking better care of ourselves physically. And if that's something that you're interested in doing, again, then this podcast might be useful to you. If it's not, then by all means, just click onto the next video or the next, the next channel because that's what this podcast is about. It's about helping other people live better and, and take responsibility and being accountable for living better in their own lives. So before I get into breaking habits and making new habits and what that looks like, I do want to talk about some examples of bad habits. And these are in no particular order. I just kind of brainstormed and jotted everything down. Number one was a habit that I had was biting my nails. It was a nervous habit that I developed. Uh, with anxious energy. Another one is the restless leg syndrome. A lot of people like to bounce their leg when they have anxious or nervous energy. One that I struggled with constantly was biting my nails. And I would bite my cuticles until they bled. They're not bloody or scabbed anymore. My nails are extremely short. That's how I broke the habit. I started keep, keep keeping my nails cut so short that there was nothing to bite. Uh, 
but I had to replace the behavior, and we're going to talk about that specifically when we move into the next segment. So biting your nails is one. Gossiping is another one. I don't know who's guilty of talking about other people when they're not around, but I have definitely participated in my share of gossip. I think something that's interesting, speaking about gossip specifically, is that people think that because they're not talking about someone, that they're not participating. And I've got news for you. If you're listening to someone else badmouth someone who isn't present, you're participating in gossip. You are definitely playing a part. You have a part because you're listening. You're giving that person the opportunity to speak on that. So one of the things that I did to break that habit is I just started making bold statements like, I don't feel comfortable talking about someone when they're not here. And not only does that shut down the other person, but it removes you from the equation. And that's not something that was easy to do. That's definitely not something that was easy to do for me. I had to get to a place where I was comfortable in my own skin, where I had enough self-worth and enough, enough self-confidence to be able to say to another human being, like, hold on, I appreciate you. And I appreciate what you have to say, even more importantly, but I don't think we should talk about that person if they're not here. And it makes that person think twice about what they're saying and who they're talking about and why. And I think that's important because, right, like, especially with the apes mentality, the accountability, positivity, emotional, and spiritual development, maintaining positivity is not letting people feed us negativity. And if somebody's going to speak negatively about someone else by gossiping, then they're feeding us negativity, and negativity creates more negativity. Then I'm going to have an opportunity or maybe a habit to repeat that information. So if I nip it in the bud, and by saying, I appreciate you, I respect what you have to say, but I don't think we should talk about that person when they're not here, then I don't, hey, I'm cutting off the negative part, and I'm eliminating my part by listening, and I'm not repeating the behavior or, or repeating the gossip. Moving on, I'm not going to spend too much time with all of these, but things that hit home I'm going to definitely speak to because I think it's important that I share my accountability with all of you. Living to impress, I know that that's something that I always felt was important, was fitting in and being accepted. Um, I don't think that we should live to impress anyone but ourselves. I'll give you an example of this. I was at Walmart tonight shopping and uh, had my, my headphones in that I would wear at the gym because I was on my way home from the gym. I was listening to I was listening to Limp Biscuit and Method Man and I was rapping and dancing and, and grooving in the store in my own world. And I walked by people and nodded at them and smiled and people were smiling and laughing. And you know what I thought to myself? These people probably think I'm ridiculous. My next thought was, but they're seeing somebody who is enjoying themselves and not giving a fuck what anybody thinks. And that's what it's all about, really. It's about what I think about me and what I'm doing with my time and how I choose to spend my time. And I was positively having a good time shopping and and grooving after a good workout. And I, I feel like I shared positivity with people by smiling and, and nodding and laughing and dancing at them. So don't live to impress other people. Live to impress yourself. Not taking breaks. This is something I see my coworkers do all the time. They work through, you know, an eight-hour shift and they don't take a break. And I feel like that's harmful to ourselves, especially working in retail. Like, we need breaks. We need breaks from other people. We need breaks from our coworkers. 
we need to go outside and get some fresh air and some sunlight. Uh, taking breaks is a huge way to decompress and to get regain focus on staying positive, staying being a good employee. You know, we start to get burnt out, we start to get irritable, we start to impair our ability to be useful to other people. We, lose, we harm our ability to provide customer service with a positive attitude. You know, not taking breaks is a bad habit to get into because it affects us emotionally in a negative way. It affects our, our, our positivity, it affects our mental state. It, it just is a bad habit. Not eating right, clearly. I, I have struggled with that my whole life. I've been a fat kid my whole life. I've eaten, developed bad eating habits, uh, comfort eating, eating junk food, using, you know, feel-good foods to soothe physical or emotional pain or mental pain or, or, or suffering. That's something that I struggled with, and, and I had to replace that behavior by meal prepping and meal planning and we'll get into that when we get into the positive side of things but not eating right is a big one people don't realize how much their diet affects their ability to sleep their ability to to function and work and have mental focus our 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 nutrients and our lack of nutrients in our diet are just as harmful as not getting enough sleep which is the next thing on the list not getting enough sleep is a terrible habit you know, it suggested that we get eight hours of sleep a night. This is hugely important if you're into fitness or bodybuilding or working out. People don't realize that getting enough sleep is just as important as working out hard. I know guys that struggle to get results because they only sleep four or five hours a night or six hours a night and they think they're good. Like, I'm good. That's all I need. Well, that's not true. Your body needs eight hours of sleep to recover physically. You know, people think that bodybuilding and, and weightlifting and muscle growth all happens in the gym, and it doesn't. It happens while we're sleeping. We, we destroy our muscles in the gym, and then we feed our muscles throughout the day, and then our muscles rebuild while we're sleeping, while the rest of us is recharging as well. People don't realize that, that recuperation is so important. And even if you're not a bodybuilder, and even if you're not into physical fitness at all, getting enough sleep is still 1,000% important to your mental state, to your mental recharging, your mental faculties, your your positivity and mental attitude, your emotional state. If you're tired physically or, or, or mentally or emotionally, you're going to be irritable. You're going to be short-tempered with people. You're going to have trouble focusing. Uh, I know that when I am tired, all of those things are a factor. So getting enough sleep is important. Ineffective goal setting and lack of accountability. Uh, you know, we set goals for ourselves that are unattainable. And I've spoken to this before too. Like if I decide I want to lose 20 pounds by next Thursday, it's probably not going to happen without crystal meth or, or some sort of chemical induced reaction to my metabolism. It's not really healthy or possible to lose 20 pounds in, in seven days or five days. Um, so we need to set reachable goals. Like I could probably lose a pound or two in the next week if I worked at it with diet and exercise. Accountability for me is a huge part of goal setting. Setting goals and telling people about those goals. 
or having an accountability partner that I can speak to about what I'm doing to attain those goals. Another thing is perfectionism. People expect more from themselves uh, than they're capable of, right? Or they, they, they want to pick up a guitar and, and play or pick up the piano and play, you know, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, symphony as soon as they sit at the keyboard. And it's just not realistic. It's not possible. I have friends that can play just about anything by playing by ear, and they have God-given talent to be able to pick something up and kind of figure it out and be able to play a song or something very quickly. But for the most part, most people need lessons and practice. And perfectionism, I think, is just people having way too high expectations of what they're capable of. And then that becomes harmful because we beat ourselves up when we fall short, right? Not exercising is a big one. Uh, a lot of people don't exercise and become lethargic or lazy. And those are definitely negative habits to get into, right? Uh, our physical health is, is super important. And especially as we get older, we need to take care of our bodies and stay active. Uh, my mother is, God bless her, my mother is 86 years old and still gets up and goes for a walk every morning um, for a mile or two. And it is keeping her active and keeping her healthy. And that is doctor's order. She's been doing that as long as I can remember for the last 10 or 15 years anyway. And it is keeping her mentally and emotionally and physically healthy because her body is in constant motion She's constantly exercising. She's constantly getting enough sleep. She's a creature of habit, so she has routines. We're going to get into that when we talk about positive habits. But not exercising is definitely harmful to our mental state, our emotional state, our physical health. Believe it or not, multitasking is considered unhealthy. People that multitask constantly are putting excessive wear on their minds and on their bodies because it takes extra time to shift mental gears every time you switch tasks. Especially when you have distracting things like cell phones or electronic devices around you, computers, tablets, TVs, because you're constantly switching from entertainment to, to focusing on a task, uh, a productivity task, or you're distracted, right? So your mind shifts from one thing to another. I, I struggle with this because I'm constantly working and I'm constantly getting text messages at work and I have lots of people in my life that I'm accountable to or accountable to me and I don't want them to feel neglected but at the same time I don't want to not pay attention to what I'm doing at work so I'll be in between tasks at work I'll get distracted and I'll start texting and next thing I know I've lost time or I've lost too much focus on a task at work and something's fallen behind something shifted in priority so I try to keep my cell phone away from myself a lot of the time. I try to keep my personal cell phone in my pocket. I only check it like on breaks or lunchtime now. I try not to pick up my phone before I leave for work because that can get me distracted. It's another bad habit. I'll get up in the morning, I'll go to the bathroom, and I'll start replying to texts or watching TikToks or looking at Facebook. And next thing I know, I have 30 minutes have gone by, and I've wasted 30 minutes of my morning that I usually use to get ready. And then again, there I am feeling rushed and feeling feeling like I'm going to be late or afraid I'm going to be late. Uh, it's just bad all the way around. So my cell phone is a huge bad habit for me. 
and that plays into the whole multitasking thing, but too much TV, too much TikTok, too much Facebook, all of these things in excess, right, become harmful to our sleep, to our job performance, to our mental health, our emotional health. Anything in excess can be harmful, right? Too much sunshine can make a desert. That's that's a real thing. Too much sunlight and not enough rain and not enough nutrients make a desert. Nose picking is one of the things that's on the list. Uh, I'm sure that there are people out there that struggle with this. I certainly did as a younger man and, 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 a, and a child. It was a very bad habit that I needed to break. And along with nail biting, you'd be surprised what cutting off your fingernails does to your ability to pick your nose. Anyhow, uh, staying in unhealthy relationships is another big one. It's another big one. We talked about this in the Unhealthy Relationships podcast as well. We get into these situations where it's comfortable to stay because it's familiar. We know even if it stinks, even if it sucks, uh, sitting in our own shit is comfortable because it's warm and soft and familiar even if it stinks. And I said that in that podcast as well. We have to make the necessary changes for our own mental and emotional health. And no one can do that for us but us. So I think it's important that when we recognize that something is not healthy for us, that we are aware of it. Because obviously, uh, you can't fix something that you don't know is broken. You can't, you won't make the necessary changes to fix something that you don't know is unhealthy. And I know for me, it takes me getting in a great deal of pain or discomfort to become willing to do what is necessary. I've just always been that way. I'm stubborn. Uh, Whether it's changing jobs, changing relationships, changing living situations. I've been in living situations that I was miserable in. Miserable. And I stayed because it was easier. It was the easier, softer way than to go and find another place to live to put down the money, to get the background check, credit check, blah, 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 to put the wheels in motion to get another place to live or to find another roommate. Uh, It took action on my part, and I was lazy, and it was easier just to stay in a situation that was super toxic than it was to put forth the effort to change it. I've gotten much better about that. When I recognize something is bad for me or is harmful to me, I usually cut it out of my life with a pair of scissors because I don't want negativity and toxicity in my life. I don't want negative or toxic people in my life. I definitely don't want to be doing things to myself that are harmful or making my life more difficult or less positive. Binge drinking is is another one. I don't have any experience with that, being that I'm you know, six years sober because of the 12 steps of recovery. Binge drinking has definitely been a huge part of my bad habits list as it has for a lot of my friends and and family. Um, Being negative is a terrible habit, and I've been stuck there many times in my life. Being negative, blaming everyone else, blaming circumstances, blaming the world for my woes and not taking any responsibility. Uh, You know, we can talk about being negative just for an hour all on its own. So being negative is a big one. That's why practicing positivity is part of my podcast. It's part of the apes mentality. We're going to talk about that when we get into the the good habits list. Being lazy, I talked about already. 
it's a terrible habit to get into. It can definitely, it can definitely be just as exhausting being lazy as it can be being too busy. And if you let it, laziness will destroy your weight. It'll destroy your physical health. It'll destroy your mental health, your emotional health. People become lethargic and and discontented. People become unhappy and depressed because they're lazy and because they don't get out and they don't get exercise. And uh, I, I feel like doing all of these things maintain a, a positive mental health and a positive emotional health for everyone. Being accountable to our own habits and our own behaviors. Smoking, we talked about that. It's a terrible habit. It makes you stink. It destroys your lungs. It is. It causes your hematocrit, your red blood cell count, to skyrocket because your body can't get enough oxygen. People don't realize that the Surgeon General's warning on the cigarette pack about causing strokes and heart attacks, that's because when smoking, your body isn't getting enough oxygen. Your, your muscles, your organs aren't getting enough oxygen. So the human body actually produces more red blood cells to get more oxygen to those things. It's an amazing machine that we have that, that, that we pilot around with our spirits. This machine will literally generate excess red blood cell count. The problem is, is that in trying to oxygenate itself, your blood gets thicker because of your increased red blood cells and it gets harder to pump and it gets harder to pump through your vessels and and into your brain and you end up getting blood clots and that's how blood clots happen people get blood clots in their brains or in their arteries because the blood becomes so thick that it actually clots and thickens and blocks and you can stroke out and you can have a heart attack and these are things that I never understood before until I had a doctor explain it to me when I was trying to quit smoking the last time and because I've had cancer and because I get lab work done constantly that's one of the things that they watch is your red and white blood cell counts and my my hematocrit my red blood cell count had spiked to a dangerous level and my my oncologist asked me what had changed and I said nothing my diet had cha hadn't changed my exercise routine hadn't changed I was doing everything the same I was drinking more water and his nurse said, have you started smoking again? And I said, no, but I've been vaping. <laughs> vaping has the exact same effect on your hematocrit, on your red blood cell count. Your body's ability to oxygenate itself is affected by vaping just as much as it is by cigarettes. Nicotine, regardless of whether there's all the excess chemicals and tar and blah, 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 the nicotine still causes your body to not be oxygenated. The vaping still causes the same effect. And I thought that I was safe vaping instead of uh, smoking. Anyhow, the point is, is that I ended up breaking that habit because of health reasons. Because my doctor was like, you're going to stroke out, especially as active as you are, especially as intense as you train and as much as you're in the gym, you're going to stroke out or have a heart attack because you're vaping. So I cut that out. And we'll get into how that worked when we get into the next page, which is the good habits. The last thing on the bad habits list that I've got any way on my list is lying. Now, you can just call that being dishonest and we can just encompass lying, cheating, stealing, manipulating, all of those things that are 
can be toxic and harmful. You know, everybody's got that little white lie that they're okay with telling uh, or an exaggeration or a minimization that's kind of questionable honesty. But I think for the most part, staying honest is important because I don't know anyone who can lie, cheat, or steal without feeling some sort of guilt or shame. And that's super negative and it's super harmful to yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and then eventually physically. Because if we carry enough guilt and shame, uh, we'll probably start doing things to mask that or cover it up, at least me and at least myself and my recovery family, my recovery community can all agree that once we are riddled with enough shame and guilt, we're going to look for a physical solution to that emotional anguish. And for me, that's alcohol, it's drugs, it's, it's sex, it's anything that makes me feel better or feel different. And I'm going to use it in excess to the point where it's destructive in my life. And I just know that because that's the type of person and type of personality that I have. That's not everybody, but certainly whether you're an addict or an alcoholic or a normal person, you definitely are going to feel guilty and ashamed of yourself if you lie, cheat, or steal enough, especially if it's from people that you care about, business partners, family, personal friends, jobs. I mean, if you steal from your job, you're probably going to get fired. If you lie at your job, you could get yourself into trouble. I have a friend of mine who recently experienced this. They were being dishonest and they were stealing and lying about it. And uh, unfortunately, my company has video cameras and managers who pay attention when people are missing. And, you know, I'm not going to get too much into the specifics of that, but I watched somebody who I cared about and respected destroy themselves with their own behavior. And unfortunately, this happens every day. It happens all the time. And it's because we aren't accountable to ourselves. And it's because we don't have accountability partners in our lives. And for me, having people that I am close with, I have men in my life that I'm close enough with that I can tell them anything that's going on with me. Any kind of thoughts or any kind of behaviors that I'm participating in that are not healthy for me, I tell on myself. That accountability keeps me from going further. And it keeps them asking questions. Hey, are you still doing that thing? Huh. Oh, shit. I forgot I told you about that. Now I have to be accountable. Now I have to be more mindful about what I say and what I do. And I feel like that's something that every human being needs. I feel like every single human being on the planet needs somebody in their life who is not involved in their job necessarily, not involved in their family necessarily, who they can speak to about anything without fear of judgment or fear of abandonment, a brother or a sister type personality or bond connection that they can tell you anything and you can tell them anything and the, the mutual respect and love is there regardless and you just want to see them win and, and the same goes for you. They just want to see you succeed. And if you don't have people like that in your life, make that change. Break that habit today. If you don't have somebody in your life that you look at like a brother or a sister that you can tell anything to and not be afraid of them judging you or abandoning you because of thoughts or feelings or behaviors that you're participating in, go out and make that kind of connection. Get off of your ass. Go be social. 
whether it be at a gym, at a church, Hobby Lobby, I don't care what it is, something that you're into. If you're into fishing and hunting, make friends with a fisherman or hunter that you can connect with. If you're into crafting and, and hobbying, go to Hobby Lobby and make friends with the seamstresses if you're a seamstress. I have friends who are addicted to making things and they're incredible at it. I don't care where you go or who you have to find to connect with, but your people are out there. And if you don't have those kind of people in your lives, get them. Start today by building that habit. Making connections with people that are positive and healthy and mutual. And with that, I'll move into the good habits list. Sorry, I got a little passionate there. Not sorry. Uh, I feel really strongly about that. And I feel like everybody needs that. And that is a huge piece to accountability and positivity and, and habits, you know, the, 